Hello and welcome to the show. It's the Sales for the Nigerian Business Person podcast. It's available on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, or any podcast player of your choice. So remember to subscribe for free once you're done listening to the show and give me a five-star review because so far we're still rocking only fives. Nobody has given me a four and at this rate, I think it is inconceivable that anyone is going to give me a three. So today on the show, it's a listener question. But this is one of those questions that was delivered um, live on one of the um, online training sessions that I did recently. So I didn't catch uh, the individual's name. And the question is, should you only focus on one social media platform? And which one should it be to promote your business, to promote your, uh, promote your product or to promote your service? So let me repeat the question. Should you focus on only one social media platform? And if you should, then which should it be to promote your business, to promote your um, your product, or to promote your service? Of course, those of you who've been listening for a long time on the show would not be surprised by my answer that it's more or less contextual. So it depends on a number of factors. Now, I will admit one thing, that eventually the goal is to be omnipresent. We want the whole world to know who we are across several channels. So eventually, we want to be omnipresent. We want to be everywhere. So uh, Coca-Cola, CNN, uh, you name it, they're present on every single platform. So that is where we are heading to eventually. But the problem is, do we have the bandwidth to do that now? That is the crux of the matter. Eventually, we want to be everywhere but for you, dear listener, listening to the show right now, do you have the bandwidth? Do you have the money? Do you have the presence of mind? Do you have the employees? Do you have the wherewithal? Do you have whatever it takes to be everywhere now? That is the cocoa. So in the early days, it's just one, it's just you, maybe one or two associates. Your wife is helping you out. Your husband helps out from time to time. For those of you who have grown kids, your children pitching, one, yes, I'm hoping to get to that stage um, pretty soon because I've been hanging out with um, other business owners and some of them have teenagers. So they're teenagers that help out with delivery, um, back-end um, logistics, uh, tech-related, design-related, you know, all kinds of things. So I hope to get there one day because my kids are still young. They're both um, under the age of 10. So in the early days, this is how it works. We don't have too many people um, helping us out. And um, what we now default to, most of us who are still in this early stage where it's just you and a partner or you and three or four associates or you and a few helpers here and there, we now end up doing the same thing across every single platform. Now that is going to get you into trouble. If you don't get into trouble, you're going to end up dissipating your effort for years. And I can speak to both of them in my own personal experience. So for those of us who is just you and another person, you want to be everywhere. What you end up doing is you create something for Instagram and then you just take that video and you put it on TikTok and you take that video and then you share it on LinkedIn video and then you take that video and then you put it on YouTube I'm sure you get the picture. You've just made one video, basically, and you're trying to put it across every single platform. Now, the problem is, 
some of those formats, some of the topics, some of the um, storytelling narratives are not going to, sh um, to suit every single social media um, platform format. So that's where you're going to end up dissipating your efforts. In other words, the thing that might work on TikTok, maybe might work on Instagram, but will totally flop on link, uh, sorry, on LinkedIn, yes. In fact, might cause people to block you on LinkedIn. And it might do nothing for you on Pinterest, and it might, the result might be negligible on YouTube. So you see, this is where it starts creating problems. It's working in one place, but it's hurting you in three or four other places. That is why it might not be such a good idea. That's what I mean by dissipating your efforts. So you're doing good over here, but you're wasting effort in a whole bunch of other places. Now, imagine the damage that you can do by dissipating your effort on other platforms for years. So you keep doing this whole thing of creating a TikTok video and then putting it across all platforms. But then people think you're unserious every time the video shows up on LinkedIn. Eventually, people... Uh, you know, those three dots, you click the, the three dots, show me less of this content, or you click the three dots, unfollow this individual, or you click the three dots, report as spam, or you click the three dots, I mean, you guys, you get the whole point. So yes, it's working on TikTok, but you're punishing yourself on LinkedIn. And so that is why doing the same thing across all platforms is not a good idea. I haven't seen it work and I haven't heard of anybody who makes it work that you take the same thing that you create for one platform and then you throw it across all the other platforms and then it works. There are some times where it might work because um, TikTok and I think, uh, what's it called, uh, Instagram Reels, they kind of have the same ethos. So I've heard of some people who pull it off either way. You make the thing for Instagram Reels and then you throw it on TikTok and then it works um or the other way around but as a general rule this is not something that i would advise you're dissipating your effort now getting yourself into trouble um well first of all with the example that i gave on the linkedin thing you know people on following show me less of this content uh block reporter spam that is punishment but then you can also get hugely punished because if some kind of behavior is appropriate on one platform you might find that if you try it on another platform, that gets you into trouble with the algorithm or with the authorities. So, for instance, for my podcast, um, things that I do that are fine on LinkedIn is precisely what got me banned on Twitter. So, I'd been promising that I was going to make a podcast episode to talk about that, and so this is that episode. Yes, I am banned from Twitter or X, and this is the reason why. I make business content and only business content and i share said business content i used to for the last three four years i would share it across all the social media platforms in precisely the same way which is take a link put a comment copy and then paste now on linkedin that is not a problem because i guess that is the kind of content that they're looking for on linkedin and then of course since it's business content being put up on linkedin it will get a ton of engagement okay maybe not a ton you know a few dozen people liking sharing you know stuff like that so that kind of behavior on linkedin really fine no problem however on twitter that is the kind of behavior that is associated with bots and of course twitter or x and the knockoff um, platforms like thread those are more um, conversation um, 
conversation starters, conversation houses. So if all you're doing is take a link, write a few notes, copy and paste, and you're doing that consistently every day, every week, every month, a couple of years, eventually Twitter, X, they're going to say, this guy is a bot. And they're going to block your account or they're going to ban the account. Now, of course, you can appeal, but I don't know anybody who has appealed successfully. And the thing is, to be frank, I've been on Twitter for a very long time. I've been on Twitter for over a decade and I haven't gotten a single inquiry from Twitter. And in my heart, I knew that, yes, I'm using Twitter the wrong way, but, you know, I just wanted to be there. As per, everybody's there, so let me be there. Let me keep hold on to the handle. So when I got banned, I was like, well, you know what? They just made the decision for me and I didn't look back and I just ignored everything else and focused on um, LinkedIn. So that is the reason why I got banned. So sorry, folks, it's nothing sexy. I didn't say anything inflammatory. Um, I didn't violate their policies in any way. It was just, um, yeah, nothing. I saw something there about excessive promotion, excessive self-promotion and excessive something, something. I can't remember what it was. So. That was how I got banned from Twitter. Um, bottom line, the kind of behavior that is cool with one platform might get you into trouble in another platform. So that's the reason why um, I say that doing, trying to do the same thing across all platforms because you're trying to conserve energy, conserve money, uh, sorry, conserve money, conserve your uh, mental bandwidth is going to get you into trouble. So do not do that. LinkedIn behavior on LinkedIn is cool. On Twitter, it seems a little um, spammy. So now that I've focused my efforts exclusively on LinkedIn, I'm not paying attention to other places. Sure, I pop in to respond to messages because even though I mentioned it here that I hang out on LinkedIn now mostly, there are some people who still find me on these platforms and send a message. So I check in once in a while, you know, once or twice a week, respond to messages if need be. And I found something really curious. Now that I've decided to focus exclusively on LinkedIn, the kind of growth that I've been looking for for the podcast finally seems to be happening. Um, the, um, what's it called? Um, you know, when people see your stuff on LinkedIn, that has grown a lot. And I've noticed that as that grows, the subscriber uh, base, at least on um, Spotify, the subscriber base on um, Spotify seems to be growing as well. And so things are finally moving in the direction that I like. Now, think of the three years or more that I wasted trying to do one thing across every single platform the same way just because I wanted to be there. Can you guys, you catch my drift now? Perhaps I would have been much more successful with the podcast, <clears throat> not just that, and other business endeavors, if I had focused from the beginning, if I had taking a look at the lay of the land and say, you know what, it looks like this is the one for me, either because I'm comfortable with this or because this is where my potential customers are. This is how it ties into my overall strategy. And if I had gone all in over the course of the last three years, especially since me being exclusive on LinkedIn now, only for three or four months, and I've seen huge uptick. When I say huge, I mean huge. I'm still not going to say how many people that I have so far, but it's still in the thousands. I haven't gotten like all those big podcasts, yes, with the hundreds of thousands and um, the millions. So still in the thousands range. But yeah, it's been a huge uptick. So, um, yeah, that has been my own experience. 
So for my business, for my interests, for my category, for my context, focusing on LinkedIn alone when it comes to organic growth has delivered on the promise of more eyeballs. Rather than all the activity that I did three years prior spent on all the other social media channels and it's going to be the same for you. Where should you be? Should you be on all of them? That depends. How much money do you have? What business is it? What are you, what are you interested in? What category are you playing in? What are the other um, contexts? Are you doing? Are you looking for organic growth or are you trying a paid strategy? All these things will uh, determine where it is that you spend your time and where it is you spend your effort. So it's not a simple yes or no answer. So which social media channels should you be paying attention to? That depends on your goals as a general rule. Okay, well, rather, let me give you these things as a general rule. So like I said, LinkedIn, that is for thought leadership. Okay, I haven't mentioned it now, but I know I keep telling um, folks when people ask me these questions one-on-one. LinkedIn, LinkedIn is about thought leadership. It's about networking. It's about B2B business opportunities. B2B, that's business to business. So there's me, a business consultant, trying to reach out to other business owners to try and sell my market, in quote, as I say, in this part of the world. So that is where I spend most of my time there now because I'm demonstrating thought leadership on LinkedIn. I'm using LinkedIn to further my networking and then I'm looking for business-to-business opportunities. So as a general rule, if that's where you're at right now, perhaps you're leaning to LinkedIn and forget the rest. So it's just a suggestion. I'm not saying this is what you ought to do. Now, Pinterest, I have absolutely no idea at all. I haven't the foggiest. I flirted with um, Pinterest in my wedding photography days, but to tell you the truth, I don't know the up or the down when it comes to Pinterest. I really don't know how that works. So you're better off looking for a Pinterest specialist when you want your queries answered. And when I say Pinterest specialists, I actually mean Pinterest specialists because there are people who specialize in Pinterest. Because Pinterest is not like YouTube. Pinterest is not like Instagram. Pinterest is not like TikTok. Pinterest is not like LinkedIn. It's its own special thing. So look for someone who is a specialist. Don't just look for a social media person. If you go and get a general social media person uh, thinking that they can help you out with your Pinterest um, strategy, you're giving yourself long jump. So look for someone who says, Pinterest is my jam. I am the specialist. That's who you should be talking to. Not a general social media person and not a sales um, person or a marketing person. Now, Instagram. Instagram is for community building. It is also for uh, B2C business opportunities. That is business to consumer. That's the reason why those of you who do cakes, you do very well there. Those of you who do makeup, you do very well there. My uh, my wife's uh, pajama person, that's why she does very good there. Uh, my wife's um, costume person, uh, you know, when the school acti- activities, when they come up with all this stuff, you know, today is UN day, tomorrow is this day, tomorrow is that day, you need to come up with um, um, different kinds of costumes, whether Power Rangers or whatever. You find those people on Instagram and it works pretty well. So that's why those people thrive on Instagram. They have built communities there and it's good for business to consumer. People trust the platform. People trust the people who are there. So my wife has no problem saying, uh, pyjama lady, Christmas is around the corner. Uh, Give me one Santa Claus. Give me two Rudolph and give me this. How much is it? You send account details. Pick up the delivery later. You know, that sort of thing. It's the same thing with cakes. 
your husband's birthday is around the corner you go to instagram and you hit up the cake person i want uh 12 inches three tiers with uh lots of rum and stout in it it's my husband's birthday how much blah 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 exchange account details you know that thing works now that kind of behavior is not going to work well on linkedin in fact it will be considered uh what will i say spammy salesy it'll be considered unprofessional i think for that kind of behavior to occur on linkedin so i hope you guys are catching my drift you see how what works for linkedin won't work for pinterest what works for instagram might not work for pinterest i hope you're getting the drift now now tiktok is more of a discoverability platform so tiktok is the place to try and blow that's the whole idea i want to blow up i want the whole world to see me tiktok that's where you should go not pinterest not linkedin in fact linkedin is not a blow up platform don't be trying to blow on uh linkedin you're just wasting your time so tiktok if you want to blow that's where you should be and that's because the algorithm is interest-based and it doesn't require you to have huge followership people don't have to follow you um it's going to throw your stuff out um far and wide it's not like linkedin linkedin depends on um followership so if i want to blow i need to already have a huge audience to help my blowing up if you catch my drift but i can't start from one follower and then blow on uh linkedin or instagram but i can have zero followers and blow on tiktok i can also speak to that because if you check on tiktok now my account is probably a thousand something maybe a thousand two a thousand three something like that followers but i started from absolutely zero i was only putting up business content and i decided i was not going to follow anybody or do any follow for follow like for like you know all those things i figured i'll just put it there people who are interested in that thing since this is interest based they will find me and if they find me and i'm their cup of tea they will follow and if you check there you see it's still the same i followed zero people and i started with zero followers but for some reason there are people who are interested in these sorts of things that we discuss over here on the podcast that people on tiktok who look for that kind of material and so they were following me they were coming in their singles and in their doubles enough for it over a few months to get to about a thousand two so yeah that might not be a bad place for me to spend my time but the hassle of well recording the video was easy it only takes one minute uploading the video man that was another nightmare because it would take me one minute to record the video because i don't edit but it would take me like 15 minutes 15 minutes to upload the damn thing i mean that thing was stress so i don't know if it was my phones because um i started off with um i had the old um iphone then uh now i'm on the nokia then there was one phone in between but it was just that hassle so i don't even know if it's the internet uh i tried mtn tried uh what else i have glow and i have um etisalat uh, nine mobile and uh yeah so it was just the house i was like man i can't spend my mornings like this it takes me one minute to record something and then sometimes it takes me 15 minutes to upload it and will betide you if you or uploading and the thing gets to 98 percent, and then something happens and then you have to start from the beginning i mean that thing was just stress so that's why i've said bye-bye to tiktok but i'll be back on tiktok anyway because at least i've seen that people are hungry for that kind of content <clears throat> so tiktok that's the place for you to blow because you can be on tiktok and talk about dry things like business and still get a following that is not going to happen on linkedin so uh okay hmm what else is there google okay let me skip google um 
Facebook, yes, Facebook. Now, Facebook is also community-driven. and then, But people say if you're going to play with um, Facebook, you have to be mindful of the demographics. People say Facebook is mostly an older crowd thing. That's all people say. I don't know how true it is, but it kind of makes sense. Because um, people who hopped on Facebook, let's say my generation, I mean, at the time, there was nothing else. There was Twitter, yes, but there was no other social media. So, yeah, um, Facebook, that's where all the cool kids hung out back when we were in university. But the thing is, you know, we're not in uni anymore. You know, we've grown up and the app has kind of, kind of grown up with us. And this is the way that somebody explained it to me. Somebody explained it this way. In real life, you're a teenager, you're a big boy. Momsy just gives birth. You have a younger sister. Uh, maybe uh, you were 12 years old when your sister was born. You know, by the time she's 12, you're going to be 24. So where you hang out as a 24-year-old, she's not going to be there because she's a 12-year-old. And then by the time she's 24 and she's now cool and she wants to hang out in some places, she's not going to go and hang out in the place where her... Okay, when she's 24, you will be... Is that 36? She's not going to go and hang out in a place where her 36-year uh, older brother hangs out. Because as far as she's concerned, like, man, that place is for the old folks. Where the young crowd, where do they hang out? So that's the way the person explained it to me, that it's the same thing that has happened online. So Facebook, yes, we were all young and hip and cool when it started. But we're all parents now, and we all have kids. And so the young kids don't want to hang out where the old folks are. So that's why they're looking for... Um, uh, TikTok and all the other uh, new places and Snapchat before uh, before that. Snapchat, I don't know anything about Snapchat, so I'm not even going to talk about that. Uh, if you check Snapchat, you'll see me there, but I didn't even put anything up. Uh, anyway, so I'm sure you guys get the picture. Before you start investing time or money on any of these platforms, you have to do two things. Number one, experiment with it. Use it for a good amount of time. When I say a good amount of time, I'm not saying create a handle and then spend three days on it. Spend some time on it. Spend, I don't know, a month, two, three, four, five. Get a flare. See how this thing works before you throw money in it and before you dive in. If you have some change and you don't want to waste time experimenting, then seek out the specialist and then pay the specialist and um, follow their advice. Uh, of course, caveat emptor. You know, it's up to you to make sure that you're talking to a real specialist specialist, as in someone who really um, knows their stuff. So that's what I'd recommend. Spend a lot of time. If you don't have time, spend the money, get the specialist and specialist will tell you, this is how you do it. This is what you should do. And you know, blah, blah, blah. Now, um, will a sales specialist be of any use to you when it comes to any of these platforms? So if you're considering any of these things, does it make sense to call someone like me? No, it would only make sense when you have started using it the right way. And only when you have started using it for outreach so if you're now doing outreach on any of these platforms then yes then now you can call someone like me because the sales consultant would now be able to focus on conversion and conversion is what i spoke about in the last podcast episode or maybe two podcast episodes ago we go to all the social media platforms and we get eyeballs and we get likes and we get followers and we get friends and we get um all kinds of stuff so um Conversion is about getting eyeballs, getting followers, getting friends, getting likes, and converting that into paying customers. So that is only when it will make sense to get a sales consultant like me. So that's all for today, folks. So if you love what you've been hearing on the podcast and you want to come up with a plan for dealing with different social media sites, like I said, 
don't call me. Call a social media specialist. But if you already have tons of engagement and then you want to come up with a plan for how to turn eyeballs into inquiries and into customers, then sure, now you can hit me up on 80 We're going to figure out what your sales funnel should look like and what conversion next step should be, what strategies that we can come up with. Also, we're going to come up with plans for customer retention, which is making sure that the people who end up buying from you buy again and this time they bring their friends their family members and their associates when i say hit me up i mean you can call you can sms you can whatsapp you can telegram if you're going to call yeah you can call me at any point up to uh, 5 5 6 p.m beyond that i can't be sure that i'm going to answer um for sure but uh for those of you who send messages of course you know i always get back to you guys um latest the next day so um yeah, so that's it. Also, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. That's where I spend most of my time. You can check any social media of your choice, but I've already warned you guys. I'm only checking in on other, um, those other places maybe once or twice a week. I'm not putting anything up. I'm just responding to messages. I'm trying to direct people to um, follow with me on LinkedIn. My name is Tavishima Ayede. You can confirm the spelling of my name and the email address on the website where you're listening to this episode or the podcast where you're listening to my voice. I'll catch you guys at the next episode. Thank you very much for your time and attention.